0: Hello and welcome to the show. I think a lot of business owners today have accepted that um, in today's climate, today's business climate anyway, most of us have to produce a lot of online content because that's the chief way that uh, we're going to be discovered by um, lots of folks. Even if it's not the chief way that we're going to be discovered by people, you know, by the um, things we put out on the blog post or the things we put out on Instagram and social media, It's something that we should do because whatever organic traction we can get is a plus. And also because for some of us, uh, the things that we put out on social media is a good way to have a portfolio um, handy so that you can show uh, people you don't have to carry your body of work with you um, all the time. Because in the beginning for my um, wedding photography practice, I used to carry uh, hard copies because I was of the opinion that um, stuff looks better uh, when it's in print. And so I had uh, bound books that I used to show everyone. But after a while, it just became a whole lot more practical to have stuff um, available on Flickr, um, Flickr was one of the photo galleries that we had at the time. I mean, 10 years ago, back when I um, started in the um, in the wedding photography business. So there was Flickr. Um, I can't remember what, what other services they were, but it was just a lot more um, useful, a lot more handy to have stuff on Flickr so that when you're with uh, potential clients, you guys can have that conversation. You know, this is what we do. Um, you know, this is how we can help. This is the kind of uh, storyline that we can craft. Uh, there was also vimeo so we used to use vimeo then to host our our wedding videos so that we can have uh, samples right there so that way if no matter what time of the day it was if anyone called uh, we could take a meeting and we would have samples um, to show them so these are lots of the um, benefits and reasons why in today's business climate all of us have to produce um, online content okay well not like we have to produce online content because that people who uh, build successful businesses without producing any online content but these are some of the reasons why it would help if you are producing some kind of online um, client so we do this um, for all these other reasons and then also to remain top of mind uh, with clients because for people that we've done business with in the past it's a good way for them to see us to remember us that oh okay these guys are still in the business these are the kind of stuff that are putting out and so um you remain top of mind so that if anybody uh, hits them up to say, do you know anybody that can do this, that can do this, that can do that, then your name will be one of those uh, names that they'll remember to put out there because they've uh, seen your stuff and that uh, you're still active and you're still um, doing good work. So yeah, it's a good way to seek out potential customers and it's a good way to remain top of mind with people that we've done business with in the past. Now, if we don't uh, put off stuff, um, all the time or routinely, then our social media assets and our online accounts are going to be boring and they're going to be irrelevant. That's, you know, if we don't um, put up, uh, you know, samples of what we've done and things like that. So if we're not doing that, then, you know, we'll be limited to stuff like putting up um, company news, uh, product news, features and updates, because those are also other things that people share on their social media handles. Like one of the... Um, tech hubs in Abuja I've been hanging out with recently we're trying to put together a couple of stuff and when things are done in the pipeline I will be sure to let you guys um, know um i know it's not sea builders um another one that i've been um trying to plan a few things with i'm not going to uh preempt um stuff that we have in the pipeline but anyway basically uh yes yeah, so apart from putting out all the new stuff that they have and things that they're working on they also put up um, company news product updates um you know that they've been given this government award or they have a new ceo and bloody blah So if we're not putting up uh, the kind of content that will help us to attract and look for new business, then this is the kind of stuff that we're going to have on our social media, you know, company news and product updates. You know, we have a brand new CEO. Now, it's good to communicate that you have a brand new um, CEO, but the thing is your brand new CEO is probably not inspiring for potential customers to interact um, with or to engage um, with you. So putting all these uh, company... Updates, product updates, uh, these are new features, uh, this is our new CEO, stuff like that, Um, that's not engaging enough for uh, potential customers to interact um, with, so we have to be putting different kinds of content. Now, because we have to put out um, content, assuming that you've uh, accepted all the premises that we've run through so far. Lots of people assume that the content we put out there should have great uh, production value, it should have high production value because they want to put great uh, content out in this space. Now what does high production value mean? High production value is basically, uh, it's just the idea that the content produced is uh, glossy, it's well executed, and it's very professional. So that's the bar, that's the level of content that most people are aiming for when they put stuff out over on Instagram, on the website, on YouTube. They want something that has high production value. It looks like um, it was well produced, well executed, it's uh, glossy, seems professional, seems um, expensive, um, has a nice touch. Now the thing is, when it comes to traditional media, Uh, TV, radio and stuff like that. Yes, the goal was actually to have something with high uh, production um, value because um, if it didn't, it would come across as uh, sloppy and um, not professional So for television, it would be a shame to put out an advertisement over the TV if you didn't uh, produce it well, if it wasn't written well and if it wasn't well scripted. That would just be um, a dang shame would Also, be the same thing to put out bad material over the radio if you had poor voice talent, if you had poor voice acting, poor scripting, uh, things like that, or if the execution was poor in any way. So, now in both cases, it would have been bad, um, also would have been bad if um, for TV or radio you didn't have good calls to action um, in the material. And uh, for those of you who've been listening for a while, um, you know what a call to action is, but for the newbies, if this is your first time. A call to action is basically just the next step that you want the clients to take whenever you put out content so that's a good idea to have whenever you put out something you want them to um, uh, take uh, take the next step so uh you put out content um you know it's like what youtubers do they put out a video and they say like subscribe or share so that's their call to action some other people put out stuff and they say call 080 blah 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 for a 50 percent discount that's the next step and um there are different kinds of um Uh, call to actions that you can put out. So for traditional media, it had to have high production value. I needed to have a clear next step. You needed to have a good um, call to action. But do these rules apply when we're talking about new media, uh, social media? You know, the new media landscape. Well, the good news is the new media landscape is actually much more forgiving. So because of that, you don't have to execute things with such high uh, professional flourish. It doesn't have to be that precise or uh, technically on point. Um, especially in situations where the business owners or members of the staff are going to be engaging with audiences uh, routinely. So that's the reason why I can uh, put out this uh, podcast without um, high production value, you know, editing, removing all the cuffs, the ums and the ahs and everything, and not having the high-end microphone. Because um, when it comes to podcasting, uh, people are here for the content, so it's a whole lot more forgiving. And you guys are not going to mind that I don't have um, a good microphone. so excuse me or that i have to clear my throat every once in a while or that i'm recording with a cold like today and uh, yes in case uh, you guys are wondering yeah the cold is still here so i'm not yet back i'm not yet in um, tip-top shape so things don't have to be um, they don't it doesn't have to have high flourish when it comes to uh the media landscape um today especially where like i said you the business owner or your members of staff are engaging with the public so people are not going to see my um videos on instagram or on TikTok, and because they have um low production value you know folks are not going to be um, particularly uh, miffed about it because they expect that if the business owner the face behind the business you know that's me or any of our associates they expect that if they see us that it's not going to have high production value or flourish anyway that we're just going to be there and we're going to be um authentic in quotes that's the word that people use um, these days Um, everything has to be authentic so a certain level of um, authenticity and low production value is expected so Luckily for us, we don't have to spend hundreds of thousands of naira uh, on the cameras, the lights, the microphone, the editing software, and stuff like that. So long as we're aiming to put out things over on Instagram, uh, what else? LinkedIn, um, what other social uh Facebook. Uh, well, I hear that Facebook is for old folks these days. So, uh, yeah, we don't need to shove out all that um, time and all that um, money so let's assume that a customer has an inquiry about an order and he sends you guys a direct message over on instagram it's okay if you respond or a staff member responds to the video that is helpful and relevant even if the video was not shot with the latest iphone and even if the video was not shot with the greatest uh, camera and even if the video was shot when the person was um uh, out and about i mean so long as you know the face was visible the lighting was okay and the audio was great so long as that video was helpful and relevant to the inquiry or relevant to whoever it is that has been reaching out to your business as far as they're concerned that video that post that uh tweet that whatever it is that you uh, you did is absolutely fine it doesn't need to have um high production value also the customer is not going to be bothered in this case if it was a video that you record or that your uh, member of staff did if the aspect ratio was off um, uh, aspect ratio is just uh, how do I explain it? Okay, well it's it's a video art thing. Um, it's about uh, how the length of the uh, the length of the recording space, the length of the recording space, is supposed to relate to the length of the um, the length and the breadth of the uh, recording space. So whether it's 3 to 4 or 16 to 9 or whether you record it um, vertical, that's with the video going across like a rectangle or sorry horizontal yeah that's horizontal or vertical that's with a like a rectangle um standing up so customers are not too bothered with these um, kinds of things because uh, really when it comes to the new media landscape the content is the most important thing and that is what it is that you have to uh, prioritize so when it comes to producing content um, what should we be aiming for Our first priority is that the message should be relevant, it should be helpful, it should be insightful, and it should allow the potential customer to get into a deeper relationship um, with us. So, uh, putting out uh, videos and stuff that helps the customer to explore our products or services is also cool too. So, yes, the videos should help them um, explore our products and our services. That's kind of what I'm doing on TikTok anyway. I'm putting out some of the uh, um, knowledge that I have when it comes to sales and business um, development so uh, but overall it should be relevant it should be helpful um, it should be um, insightful so that's the number one thing that we should be paying attention to if we're paying attention to that then the fact that the video doesn't have high production value is okay so for those of you wedding planners who worry about um getting the uh best b-roll from the videographer showing your work i mean if you can get that that would be fine that that would be nice but let's assume that you don't have enough money to pay videographers to get that for you that b-roll for you um with every single wedding what you do with your phone actually is fine it's not the best it's not perfect but it's fine for most uh, most customers it'll give a sense that you know what it is that you're talking about uh the ideas that you've executed on and um You know, you could also record testimonials, you know, with your bride saying how happy she was uh, with certain aspects um, of the delivery, uh, you know, things like that. So um, these are ways that we can get around not having high production value um, in our video because we're not going to be penalized by the market. Remember, this is when we're talking about the new media. If you want the stuff to be on NTA News or if you want it to be on TVC or channels, then you better get that video guy that you've been working with uh, pay him that money so that he gets you nice super um, polished sophisticated b-roll so that when stuff goes up on uh, the entertainment show on channels TV or uh, that weekend show that they have on uh, NTA things are going to look um, um just right and it's also the same thing with you wedding photographers uh yep uh polish photos when you can but reels that are showing behind the scenes and stuff like that are also uh, not a problem what some people do is some reels showing behind the scenes and then at the end they put the uh finished um, glossy image and um that's you see that's not a problem um at all but it doesn't have to be high end. um Uh, high-end production from uh, beginning um, to the end now another thing that we should be paying attention to is we have to reduce friction in the process of um, creating our content because creating content is a very hard thing to do Especially if you're going to be doing it um, regularly, you know, every day, every other day, every week, or every couple of weeks. So, if you're insisting on high production value, then it's going to make the job a whole lot harder. And it might seem like you now have a second job, you know. So, your first job is planning weddings, and your second job is shooting high end videos, recording high end videos, editing high end videos uh, to put them up. And it makes the job a whole lot difficult. And this is one of the reasons why people fall behind when it comes to posting on um, Instagram. Uh, TikTok and stuff like that so sometimes it's not that you don't have the ideas it's just that you have the ideas but you don't have the money to do the high production value and so you're going to do it yourself and then now it takes too much time and you're spending um, 45 minutes to make a one minute reel and then after a while you're like "Ah, I beg you know I spent 45 minutes yesterday, 45 minutes today. I'm going to spend 45 minutes tomorrow. And you just think about it, uh, how am I going to spend three, four hours and then only produce um, uh, videos that are one minute, three or four videos that are one minute and are going to, uh, they have a low shelf life and they're going to disappear anyway. Should I be investing that much time in it? So those are some of the things that make it um difficult for us to continue with this job of producing content so not worrying about uh the uh, production value how glossy how professional everything is reduces the friction in the process um so for me for the TikTok videos that i put out and the instagram videos i sit down in the car and it's one take one minute sometimes 45 seconds 30 seconds and then it's done so for me it takes two minutes tops to make a one minute uh, TikTok video or a one minute reel because recording the reel um, itself is going to take 30 seconds or a minute and then of course the video style is too big so I have something to um, resize it to bring it down in megabytes that takes maybe one minute and then another minute to upload but uh, bottom line if I spend a lot of time in creating a TikTok um, video or an Instagram reel tops is going to take me five minutes to get that one minute video uh done so i reduce friction in the process and that's the reason why i'm able to do this thing consistently almost on a daily basis and i've been doing so for um i can't remember maybe two months or so well at least monday tuesday wednesday thursday and friday i don't always get to it on um weekends so if we reduce friction in the process it makes it easier for us to do so like i said so excuse me if the job of producing content gets uh, too hard most of us wouldn't bother to continue writing the blog posts uh recording podcasts uploading photos to instagram hooking up videos on tiktok reels uh youtube youtube shorts uh what else um i think uh twitter also has some audio thing and some video thing. So if it becomes so much work, I'm not going to bother with all these things. So high production value is good. But the thing is, it's expensive in time and it's expensive in effort. And that's friction that most of us have to face. So if you can cut that out, please, then cut it out. Then uh, curation is also an option. Curation is when you don't produce the content yourself, but you find interesting things that other people have created and then you share on your own profile and then that engages your audience. So that's also another way out of the Um, content uh, thing so if you want high production value you either have to take time out to do it yourself um, to the high standards or you pay someone else to record it or to write it or uh, to give it that professional um, uh, polish so that's the friction that I've been talking about is the either the hours that you are involving in doing it yourself or hiring the professional photographers the videographers the graphic artists the visual artists and uh, um stuff like that so let's reduce the amount of uh, friction in creating good content and you're going to be able to put out um, a whole lot more easily um, over time so remember the focus when we start um, for producing content for business purposes it should be consistent let it be something that you can do repeatedly uh, whether you're doing on a daily or a weekly um, schedule and it should be helpful um, and relevant uh, to your audience don't worry about high production uh value because in the early days what's most important actually is to show up consistently over time so if you show up consistently over time but your, your content is average that's going to be a whole lot better than trying to do it professional but then you're doing professional and you're only posting once a month or you know four times a year or something so show up with average content in quotes and be consistent with it rather than showing up with professional content but then people only see you um once or twice a year, because believe me, with uh, the uh, the way the algorithms work, if you're only putting stuff out once every month, and someone only sees you once a month, and even at that, they don't like your stuff, the chances are when you put out next month's video, they probably might not see it. So you putting out stuff once a month is almost like you only being on Instagram, maybe twice a year, really, as far as your potential customers and your audiences are concerned. So um, let's try and be consistent with it. Uh, let's not worry too much our production value so uh yeah that's it thank you very much for your time and attention today i'll catch you guys at the next recording